I don't have to listen to it. This week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Delmarva. I am Todd from GoodCleanFunLife.com. And I'm Tony Russo, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Del Marva, a podcast about life and culture on the Del Marva Peninsula. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink because I have to live here. <laughs> so much going on this week. Um, but before we get to everything that we're going on, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Our sponsors are the drinks that we are drinking. Um, and this week I am sponsored by a classic uh, martini with uh, mid-level gin. You can see that uh, we had a little technical difficulty. I didn't get too much of the gin, but I don't like to let the olives sit too long, so I had to pull it out. Uh, I ate one. I'll eat the other one while Todd's talking away from the <laughs> microphone. Perfect. And who's and who's your sponsor? My my sponsor once again is uh, Bullet Bourbon. It's what's for breakfast. I thought that you would take longer to say that, and I oh. still have olive in my mouth, so I apologize to everyone. <laughs> I was I was looking at my drink, and yeah, we did have some we did have some technical difficulties, so I think I drank more of it than I had intended to uh, <laughs> at the before we got started. But I, I will we will survive. Um, if you would like to sponsor the show, you can do it by um, just reaching out to us um, and saying that you want to be a show sponsor. You don't have to pay. You literally just have to say, I want to be the show sponsor, and then we will call you the show sponsor. How can people reach out to us, Todd? Uh, they can find us on Instagram. Uh, we have our very own Instagram handle, Day Drinking on Delmarva. Uh, that's the best place to do it. If they want to find uh, us uh, on my end of things, and other things that fun things that we're doing, they can find that over at goodcleanfunlife.com on Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, because maybe Instagram and Facebook are going to go away more than for just six hours. At some <laughs> that was actually a pretty, uh, a pretty weird uh, thing. I the the Facebook outage. I was, I didn't notice it. I was, <laughs> I was working. Yeah. I, I, I found out that it was out and that it was back on via Twitter in the 10 minutes that I looked in the, you know, in the late afternoon. Yeah. Um, you can reach me, by the way, if you'd like to at by Tony Russo, B-Y-T-O-N-Y-R-U-S-S-O on all the social things. I don't I don't use Instagram. I I would like to. And I always say I'm going to use Instagram, but I, I don't leave my house and it never occurs to me to take pictures of anything other than my grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And that's not the f Instagram account that I want to have. Mm -hmm. um, I did this week though, if you'd like to check out my Instagram account, I had a picture of a, um, of a butterfly eating one of my figs and then a bee attacked it. So I have this, uh, <laughs> I have this, this, you know, before, during and after, um, bee attack on on my instagram which is you know if you're into bee attacks then that's pretty cool um but i don't i can't make the effort anymore i can barely make the effort for twitter and making the effort at, at the other social media is just it's just too much i'm i'm very busy and i have to quit my part-time job for mark zuckerberg i think i have yeah to you know, I'm going to have to start tendering my resignation to him. <laughs> the it, it's interesting because we also missed the the blackout that happened this past Monday. Uh, we were filming a golf tournament 
which was actually a, a super great place to be on a super beautiful day. And uh, it, yeah, it, it, but it is one of those things where you're like, oh, okay. So uh, all of our clients kind of rely on this as an aspect of their business and it's heavily influenced uh, or influences what we do for people. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know, we've talked about it plenty on the show. It's like, it's still, I, I still don't have like a great relationship with, uh, certainly not with Facebook anymore, but we do use, we use Instagram quite a lot and we've, we've gained a lot of followers uh, and seen a lot of success for the starboard on Instagram. So that's kind of, that's kind of where we live uh, a lot of the time. So, but I also think it's good that we do things other than, other than those two platforms, like creating podcasts, like making sure we're putting stuff up on, uh, on the YouTube channel. And of course, you know, Natalie building websites. <laughs> that's <laughs> Like who knows? Maybe we all go back to actually going to people's websites and uh, and of course email marketing, which is always good, right? And I and I think I, I don't think that that's a, a a secret. I think that's where people are trying to go. I I know that when company, I mean, I I'm doing it, but I'm not you know alone. Uh, the hope is to eventually migrate completely off Facebook. I just want to see how many people I can siphon off of it and onto my email list. Um, my email list gets so much more responses and you know, the kind of stuff I send, I'm a maniac, Yeah, <laughs> uh, but people still read everything and, you know, I can tell that they read it and, um, and it's just more gratifying. I've also been making, excuse me, more of an effort to participate on um, medium, which okay. is a channel that it's like a blogger, you you know what me if you if you if you're listening to podcasts you know what medium is i'm not explaining it to you if you don't google it google medium website and yeah. see how that see how that serves you up um but for me it's increasingly important and i can't be alone like i do not care about likes i want to know that you read what i said mm -hmm. um and you know medium is just a great place to do that if someone you know doesn't finish your article it says you know it didn't get read you know you right it tells you who fin it tells you whether or not your articles were finished and that is um and that's much more satisfying especially you know given that you don't get i mean you get a couple dollars a month for contributing um it's a really interesting i don't know if you know this or not but what medium does is you can pay i i happen to pay but mm -hmm. it's not related uh, you can pay a subscription. It's a voluntary subscription and they take all the money they get each month and divide it by all the writers based on how much their stuff got read. Hmm. And I think that is just the best model in the whole world. It, it sounds you know? as, as close to a meritocracy as we're going to get. Yeah, it really is. You know, I guess yeah. they take whatever half to pay the people who work there or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, the, the guys who keep the website running, the executive vice president, the content, you know, advisor or whatever, but then everybody else just, you know, based on, and clickbait doesn't necessarily work on that. It's again, who rent it, who reads the article, not who clicks on it, not right. who likes it, who gets from the beginning to the end of the article. And, you know, that is, 
more satisfying for me as a writer yeah. to have people getting, you know, to the end of more and more of these stories. So that's something that I'm going to do, be doing. The other thing that I'm going to announce here that I forgot to announce before the show started, um, but it won't be ready for next week. So I'll just announce it again next week as well is I will be doing audio versions of my blog and putting them in podcast form um, on the bagel manifesto, a bagel manifesto uh, sub stack so that people who maybe don't want to read my stuff, but don't mind spending eight minutes hearing what I have to say about this, that, or the other thing can, uh, can have that, the, yeah. the, the best of both worlds. And I'm doing this in anticipation of my audio book, which genuinely could be out by December, possibly November. Yeah. Um, I've been recording the last couple of days. I'm getting closer to finishing it. And I don't know how long I, how long it takes once it's finished to get out. Like, you know, I finished my book and it took six months for it to get out. I don't think the audiobook <laughs> right. takes that long um, because it doesn't have to get edited or anything. I'm doing the editing as I go. Right. Uh, but I'm excited about that. And I want to kind of move to this place where I'm doing more audio stuff to complement the writing. I mean, I'm, I'm writing the stuff down. Yeah. I may as well read it as well for people who are less interested. I mean, I know that a lot of times on medium people will see, cause it tells you how long it's going to take you. Right. And I know people see like eight minute read and they're like, not today. No, yeah. thank you very much. <laughs> no, but 10 minute podcast. It's like, Hey, 10 minutes. I got 10 minutes. Yeah. While I well, and, and, and it's also fun. I've, I've adopted the technique of listening and reading along. You know, I think it helps with between my dyslexia and ADD, like that, I, I need it from, <laughs> I need it from both ends. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, the nice thing about that is it is much easier than to turn an eight minute, uh, article into a six minute article. Cause you're listening to it at 1.5 and also following it along, you know, yeah. so like if, if you really are crunched for time, but I will say that, uh, and I think I've mentioned it before is like, whenever I read anything of yours, I can hear your voice. And I, I think that it is uh, unique and you have the, you know, whatever your, your, your candor is, I think uh, is just nice and I, I agreeable and interesting. And I think, uh, I think that suits you well to, to, to do that. Yeah. It's, it's very hard because you'd never, I'm sorry. I'm sure everyone except me does. But up until I started trying to do this, I never realized how easy it was to sound preachy if I don't use my normal voice. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, I, I have to make sure that I that I'm reading it the way I was thinking it when I wrote it and right. not reading it off the page. As I've been going through doing the audiobook for Dragged Into the Light, Dragged Into the Light is now available on any place you buy books. Um I've noticed that once I get into like beep, 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 I'm like, oh, that's boring. Like you have to read it like you mean it. Yeah. And that's not, you know, necessarily easy for me, but it's something that I think I've had some success with and hope to continue to have some success with. So, yeah. Well, good. So we did yeah. our sponsors. We did it. We did everything backwards, but I think that we're all the way through and we're up to our one cool thing um, for the day each each day, each, um, oh, I'm sorry. I, I want to tell the fun story of why, um, it's your fault that we didn't have an episode last week, but you could have easily blamed me. <laughs> you just didn't think to. Yeah. So last week Todd had something come up and he had to, um, had to cancel. 
Yeah. And he texted me um, and said, you know, I got to cancel for today. And I responded with something like, well, I'm in Frostburg, Maryland, and I am just hearing now that it's Wednesday. So <laughs> I, I had made a trip. Uh, this is a little sad. I don't want to bring things down. Uh, but my uh, my my wife's uh, pop died and we went up to the funeral which was in Cincinnati. And I don't know why I thought I would be home in time for the podcast, but yeah. uh, consulting my calendar, I had said, you know, we're leaving at whatever three, it's a 10 hour drive. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, <laughs> we're leaving at, you know, we'll leave early and we'll get home and I'll do the podcast as soon as we walk in. And of course yeah. the funeral and seeing everybody and, you know, um, just kind of put it out of my mind and I was driving home and we decided to stop and visit my daughter in Frostburg, yeah. um, where I had an event Saturday virtually. Um, and I didn't think about it again until you texted me and I'm like, well, I'm glad he didn't send me the link saying, you know, where are you? Because then I'd have to say I'm in Frostburg. And right. Well, we can do our first episode with me driving the car if you'd like, but the, well, I won't give you too hard of a time, but I was going to, I was going to give you a little bit cause I hemmed and hauled over it a little, like all day. Uh, and I was, I was, I was in the middle of a, I was a, in the middle of a project outside and it was one of those things where I really wanted to get it done. And then also I was, um, I was going to be, uh, show, I was, I was fasting for a blood test on Thursday morning. Uh. I was going to be chauffeuring uh, Natalie to uh, a, a girl's night and I was trying to finish up this project and I'm like, I can squeeze this in. No, I can't. And I kind of went, I went back and forth a bunch of times because I, I texted kind of late. It was probably, it was, it was 4.30. Four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. All right. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to be able to do it. And you're like, oh, I'm not even close. So. <laughs> I didn't even know it was Wednesday. That happens to me so often. It is just absolutely shocking. Like I yeah. genuinely lose track of the days of the week because they don't, you know, they're not part of what I do. So yeah. I don't, I don't need them for, for my day to day, my day to day existence. Um, I do want to talk about my time in Frostburg slash Delmar. Cause I was uh, invited to do this lit fest there, but uh, I do want to get to your, one cool thing first so that you can talk about and I can do a little drinking for a change. I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm going to say my one cool thing is we are well into uh, kind of the fall season for us. Everybody always asks us the question. It's like, oh, you're so busy uh, in the summer. Do, do things slow down significantly in the off season? And it's always a weird answer. A lot of times I say it's really just as much stuff. Uh, it except that it's more, it seems to be more concentrated on the weekend. Well, we've, uh, that's, that doesn't seem to be the case this year. Uh, I think everybody's maybe catching up for lost time in, in 2020. Uh, I, I'm excited because we've picked up a couple, uh, you know, marketing and video gigs from some small businesses, some new small businesses, including Berlin Schoner, who is, you know, our friend Ryan, who lives right around the corner and is making scones uh, at the Berlin Farmer's Market. And uh, you're making a face. I I, I feel like. Uh, I need yeah, to I stopped something. making the face as soon as you said Farmer's Market. I thought the man had a building where he sold only scones. No. <laughs> no. And I was trying to think of how I could. I mean, I didn't even mean to make a face. I'm like, oh God, how am I going to say something nice about that? Farmer's market makes a lot more sense than yes. you know, scones are us. Is just 
I mean, that's a little over the top, honestly. It's a stretch too far. Yeah, no, this is like a, a classic out of the house business and uh, and that sort of thing. Another small business that w- has grown, uh, uh, Seaside Plumbing, I've known those guys for, for years and years. And, uh, oh, this is interesting. I actually went to the best of party. Uh, coastal, oh, how exciting. Coastal style uh does their best of party once a year where all of the people who advertise in their magazine get to pay more money to them to, to get be like, the best of something to yeah. get to have some uh to have some like finger food uh right. at, at, at secrets um i went uh josh at seaside plumbing they won uh he has a great attitude about it i don't want to like I, I i've been more aware of how I talk about this because I don't want to like, you know, uh, hurt anybody's feelings. Who's won the award. Um, Josh definitely has a great attitude. It's, it's a silly award, but it's a great opportunity to, like to get his whole team together and to have a fun night out. Yeah. I'm like, okay. That I, I totally get that. I can, I can get behind that, you know, and he's proud of his guys and, you know, and I think that, I think that's a neat thing that, the analogy that I came up with is that the best of awards are kind of like scopers for rich people. You know, it's like something pretty unnecessary, you know, but also you do just to have for this almost for the sake of having for saying that you did it. And for people who are not familiar with scopers, for whatever reason, those are the people that take your picture on the beach and then try Mm -hmm. to sell you a keychain of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's a a, a great analogy. One of the things that, um, another way to look at it, an additional analogy, it's almost like your chamber of commerce fee. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you're paying this annual fee to have access to all of these networking opportunities, which is fine for lots of people. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, nobody wants to trash the best of, but when you do have this, you know, you do have this sense, like if like, it's like, if your friend, you know, is selling Amway, mm-hmm. like you're like, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I know it's legitimate. I know yeah. it's legitimate. I know lots of people do it, right? but it's odd, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I wouldn't sell Amway. I, I hope you don't ask me to sell Amway. <laughs> and you know, when things get tight around your house, it's time to look at whether you're paying more into Amway or getting more out of Amway. Right. And because some people just pay more into Amway and don't ever make their money back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that kind of like the return on investment for print prestige is difficult to quantify how yeah. about that yeah how's, how's that for a nice way to say that's it? good i what i found myself saying is that it's and it's because i've i've definitely trashed them before and and maybe that's unfair but what i what i've said is that um it's just a business plan that i don't that i'm not subscribed to uh, you know it's 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 an amway is a is a great way of saying that like i i I have had friends in the past uh, who who got into we knew before and got into Amway and we did have that conversation of like yep nope nope we're we're going to remain friends and <laughs> the way that we're going to remain friends is by you not 
you know. Yeah, I don't want any of your soaps or vitamins. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, though. I know they're cheap. They're very good. Right. I'm just, I'm, I always say, and I've been, I've been to too many of those. I've been to like three that I didn't know were going to be present. Like after the first time, you think you would learn. Right. Like right. some like stranger-ish, friend-ish acquaintance is like, hey, why don't you come over for coffee next week? And you're like, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, let's be friends. And they're like, so where do you get your soap? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> how did I not see that coming? You seem right. like such a normal person. Right, right. You know, and now I know you don't want to be my friend and I'm going to have to tell you I don't want your goddamn soap. And now I'm going to have to avoid you for literally the rest of my life because that's the kind of person I am. Right. I'm not I'm not one of those. Oh, well, you know, this was weird, but we'll get past it. Like if you bring me to your house to sell me soap, I'm yeah. never going to talk to you again. Right. I mean, <laughs> unless I have to like I'm like, oh, excuse me, you're in my way and the house is on fire. Then I'll talk to you. Right. But, you know, I avoid people who who tricked me into coming over to their house to sell me things. I, I like what you said, print prestige. That's uh, I, I'm going to remember that one. Yeah. And that's, it's, it is so, I mean, so first of all, we're both fortunate. Mm. Um, you're more fortunate than I am. The internet will be here the way it is for like another 15 or 20 years. Like it won't be that way in normal places in five years. <laughs> But, you know, it's it's just it's just a function of the way that we think down here. And we're and we think about uh, putting things in. I can't imagine I can't imagine having that kind of disposable income to say, hey, yeah, I'll just continue to because it's not cheap. I mean, coastal style is is a for it, real, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty. It's, Coastal style is super pretty. Glossy, I, you know, people think it, of the Metropolitan, which is, I can't believe that's still even open. But Coastal style is at least nice to, nice to look at. And while the writing is not going to win any awards, it's at least not. It's not like reading a 400 and, or I guess a 1,050 word advertisement. You know, the, right. the, 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 it's not awful to read. It's certainly pretty to look at. Mm-hmm. I still can't, you know, I, I always say selling one another hats, like this idea that, you yeah. know, I'm going to sell you. It happens in, I've noticed it in the nonfiction business, which um, I joined the nonfiction writers association. And that is $400 that I'm never going to get back mm -hmm. um, in anticipation of my book. And it really is just people getting together to sell them their advertorial not advertorial editorial services like hi i'm an editor here's my here's here's what you should pay me to edit hi i'm a book marketer here's oh, yeah. what you should pay me to market your book i've lost you tony lost me altogether i've hang on is that better um nothing has changed for me okay. so it's not worse okay sorry <laughs> about that that's more okay more technical um but it's this idea this uh, it's it's often called selling one another hats mm -hmm. and that's that's what it feels like it's like oh well here's my hat that'll be fifty dollars oh here's my hat that'll be fifty three dollars well here's my hat that'll be fifty six dollars right you know and we're passing the three same dollar bump around to one another yeah um i mean just, i think coastal style serves a purpose and that purpose is to uh peruse hardscaping businesses while you're sitting in the doctor's office brutal um, absolutely brutal yeah um but yeah, I mean, but we've done this show. We've done this show 10 times. Yeah, I'm going to shut up. We have. We have. I'm going to talk about me for a change. How yeah, about what's, that? What's your one cool thing? My one cool thing is that I was on 
um, a conference, uh, the, the Indie Lit Fest in Frost, well, the Frostburg Independent Literature Festival, which I have attended for four out of the last five years. It was, it was completely canceled last year because of COVID. Um, and this year it was kind of at, a, at the last minute they decided to bring it online, which was fine. Um, I like going like it. So I don't like to go to writers conferences generally because they are fucking awful. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But this one is small enough that, you know, the awful people find one another. The people who are selling one another hats find, find each other, but you can talk to actual writers and actual independent publishers just about life. And it's just a lot of fun. And so I genuinely miss it, miss being able to go this year, but I was able to give a presentation and I wanted to talk just a little bit about talking off the top of your head, which we kind of do every week, but also we don't do. And I'd like to talk about the difference. Okay. So my wife was saying to me, do you know, do you know what you're going to talk about? And I said, well, yeah, I got a list of three sentences and the sentences were, you know, how I do interviews, what the book was like, how I got published or something like that. And she's like, that's really all you're going to use. And what I said to her is I literally think about this all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, whenever someone says, I'll just go and talk off the top of my head. I know that they're going to be up there saying, um, and making a lot of non sequiturs because they're not, no one's good. No one's really good at talking off the top of their head. I mean, professional comedians maybe but i mean if you see a professional comedian on television everything they say that seems off the top of their head they're saying for the one millionth time yeah like it's it's about practicing and so i don't like this idea that you know people are like you don't work for notes from notes and i don't work from notes but i don't think about anything else (laughs) (laughs) you know as 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 we talk about on the show whenever we get like we just did that, whatever. We talked for 15 minutes about how shitty coastal style was. <laughs> but we were only able to do that because we talk about it a lot. We talk off air before the show starts. Mm-hmm. We have a good sense of what we're going to talk about. And we talk about things that we have expertise in. It's yeah. not things that we kind of think, you know. And so I don't I don't like that characterization, if only for that reason. Um, but the, the, the talk went well. And I got to talk to people about the way that I do interviews and the way that uh, the book has changed the way I do interviews. And of course I'm on this show every week, so I get to practice it. So if you've listened to this show before, I'm not going to bore you with what I said. Um, But if you don't listen to the show, you may want to take a listen. I talked about um, believing other people and what they say. Mm -hmm. So you know, people are always asking me how, I mean, really often asking me how, you know, how do you interview these people when they're clearly crazy? And I'm like, I think everybody's clearly crazy, you know, <laughs> so that wasn't a barrier. Right. But just accepting that they believe what they believe and putting myself myself in their position where I also believe what they believe. Right. Or you can, ima- you can interview. imagine believing what they believe. Right? Yeah, it, it makes for better interviews and it makes for them to be more forthcoming because they don't have to, 
you know, they're not defending themselves. Mm -hmm. They're just talking about what they believe. And I can find a way to make them more human in the book. And, you know, it's something that I think I succeeded at. Um, This was, uh, (laughs) this was, uh, what's it called when you get um, paid for royalty week? Royalty week at the Russo house. Oh, fun. Yeah, it's so fucking depressing. It is shocking. Are we having Sizzler this week or what? Well, no, we're going out to sushi. I spend my my beer money, my beer book money every six months. We go out and we have an obscene amount of sushi and uh, and drink. And that's what we're going to do in another two weeks. I may go out to a restaurant. That's my, my poor wife. Can you imagine how awful it is to be married to me? So my big, generous over-the-top anniversary present to my wife this year, and our anniversary is on October 17th, is I'm going to accompany her to an actual indoor restaurant and sit there and not freak out. Like, <laughs> that's the big thing. You, sometimes I give her, you know, gorgeous pieces of jewelry, and this is the this is my big present that she's excited for. Right. Because right. she leaves the house, so she's used to being around people, you know, but I, I don't leave the house, and Right. You know, there's a real chance that I become like a crazy person if I don't start going out occasionally. Right, right. But also, I don't want to go out. It's, there's nothing out there for me. I've missed nothing over the last 18 months. <laughs> and every day, I'm like, wow, I still don't, I don't miss it. I don't miss looking for parking. <laughs> I don't miss wondering if I'm going to get the good bartender or the shitty bartender. <laughs> Right, right. I don't miss wondering if the waitress is going to pay attention to what I say or just bring me whatever she's interested in serving me anyway. I don't miss any of those things. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, it's it, it you got to dip your toe back in the back in the pool. Yeah. But uh if you if you are one of our subscribers to our newsletter, I will put the uh the talk in there. It's about 45 minutes long. Um, I think it's good. I I you know, we I got I got some good questions. The the person who hosted it, the woman who hosted it, um, was a, a really, you know, kind of engaging, you know, she would just pop in and say, here's a question, answer it. And yeah. I could. And, and again, I wasn't talking off the top of my head. Right. I was just talking about something that I understand completely am passionate and am passionate about. Right. So that makes all the difference. Yeah. Um, and we're kind of up against it. Anyway, I'm going to start doing this now. And continue to do it in the future. If you'd like to, I would like it if you subscribed to my um, email newsletter, which is abagelmanifesto.com. Um, each week I send a little personalized letter. Not a little. I, I write a letter to you, not personally. Um, and you get it in your email. And it's got a collection of everything I've done during the week and thing I, things I've written. I wrote about, um, I wrote a book review this week of, of a book called uh, a century of swindles. And I'm so sorry. I'm just going to take 30 seconds to talk about it. Cause if you're sure. listening, I think you'll like the book. Um, it's about it's seven different scams that happened between the 1850s and like the 1920s. And, you know, there's this, it's just the same thing over and over and over again. It's these people with the audacity when someone's like, you're a liar. Here's the proof. They're like, well, who are you? And your proof is wrong. Yeah. And that's all they say. I mean, and it hasn't changed and it is so frustrating. Um, and I'm, I want to interview the author eventually, maybe on my little, uh, on my, on my 
Bagel Manifesto podcast, but I want to start talking to these authors about how frustrating it is for people to say, I can't believe these conspiracy theories. And for you to say, really, because they are just from the conspiracy scammer playbook and Americans aren't dumber. They're just no smarter than they mm-hmm. were 200 years ago. Yeah. Have a nice day. So right. frustrating. And it was a great read, though. It's nice because you can read a part at a time. It's not it's not a 240 oh, right. page book or a 300 page book. It's seven 60 page books. Did I do that math right now? It's seven 40 page books. I'm not going to I'm not going to know. That. Yeah. Four times <laughs> seven is 28. Math. So we'll say it's seven 40 page books um, that cover like the Lindbergh kidnapping. Um there was a scam involved with that. Um, there were these guys who literally dropped, they went to England, they bought $2,000 worth of diamonds. They threw them on the ground and then they picked them back up and they said, look at these diamonds we found. And they went to Tiffany, Charles Lewis, Tiffany. And he's like, Whoa, that's gotta be at least $150,000 worth of diamonds. And they scammed like the railroads out of like millions of 1850 diamonds of $1850. And this is just story after story like this, where you're shaking your head and you're looking at the news and you're saying we have not improved one whit in the last 150 years. And Hey, you got a, uh, you got a, another book review also, didn't you? I did. I've gotten a couple. I've, I've actually, I've, I forget to promote my book every day, which I know you're supposed to do. Um, but yes, I did. I did put up a couple of really nice reviews I had. You can find them on at by Tony Russo on Twitter and Facebook and all of those places. Cool. Cool. All Excellent. right. Well, that's all I got um, until next time. Remember at the uh, beach. It's happy hour. Whenever you say it is. Cheers. <laughs>